I chose to put this video up on election day for a reason. I'm certain that you know there are several things at stake in America today. And while I'm not a huge personal fan of the incumbent, I have no doubt that what these stakes are, nor do I have any illusions that some sanity can be had from the other guy. They have told us what they think about us as Catholics. They have told us that they believe the Knights to be an organization that being a member of immediately discounts you from serving in public office. They have promised us that nuns will be pushed around with the full power of the federal government until they submit to breaking their oaths and violating their faith to provide the Moloch pill to their employees. They have told us that we are in for a dark winter. They have endorsed canceling mass indefinitely, and our bishops have gone along with it uncritically. They have told us what they think of us and of our faith. In short, the stakes are high. We know that, but they are actually higher than you might think. The underlying philosophy that these people are pushing is the desire to break society down and rebuild it in their own managerial image, where the everyday lives of people can be managed, for their own good, of course. It's even their campaign slogan, Build Back Better, the origins of which are tied directly to the efforts to reset all of civilization that you might have heard about. The underlying spiritual dimension of what is at stake is worth focusing on here. Yes, it's politics, which most people erroneously think of as a material concern only. But by now, I would hope that any Catholic watching would understand that very little in life is relegated to the realm of the purely material, that the spiritual and material dimensions are rarely, if ever, truly separate. Our adversaries, who are often the servants of the adversary, speak of normalizing the abnormal, of seeking to replace our morality with their own, and if we do not comply... They will send their inquisitors after us in keeping with the cartoon parody myth of what the church was allegedly doing in Spain and elsewhere in the 15th through 18th centuries. That spirituality that they seek to replace our faith with is that of Satan, and it has several dimensions, all of which are designed to make us break the commandments and to turn our eyes from God to ourselves, to turn inward instead of outward and upward. A roadmap has been provided for us to understand that, and it was provided by Vigano in a letter released late last week. I didn't read Vigano's letter in full for YouTube because it's just too much. I know that some other channels have it on YouTube now, but my point stands. The, that letter brings way too much unwanted attention from our lovely and totally fair and not in any way biased hosts, and you might have heard that a few channels disappeared recently. However, I did put it up on some alternative platforms, uncensored, so check the pinned post if you're watching this on YouTube. The links are there, but here's one excerpt which illustrates to some degree what we are up against. Quoting Vigano, Daily we sense the attacks multiplying of those who want to destroy the very basis of society. The family, respect for human life, love of country, freedom of education and business. We see heads of nations and religious leaders pandering to the self-destruction of Western culture and its Christian soul while the fundamental rights of citizens and believers are denied in the name of a health emergency that is revealing itself more and more fully as instrumental to the establishment of an inhuman faceless tyranny, end quote. That inhuman faceless tyranny is the core of what is at stake. Vigano is referring to the announced plan by world leaders to take advantage of this affliction and the man-made events that followed and to reset all of civilization. They're being pretty open about this right now, by their own admission. The coterie of Moloch's candidate even is using one of their slogans as his campaign slogan. That should tell you everything. 
but of course the opinion makers are complicit in this. They have had us distracted with what almost certainly are dishonest polls. Fake scandal after scandal, and of course, the painting of anyone who disagrees with the new zeitgeist, which is really the zeitgeist of the serpent in the garden, as being the real threat to civilization. But Vigano has much more to say on this, and I want to emphasize that this isn't limited to the U.S. by any stretch of the imagination. We're seeing people reaching their limit all across Europe as well. Here's what is truly at stake, according to Vigano. Quote, Many people, as we well know, are annoyed by this reference to the clash between God and evil, and the use of apocalyptic overtones, which according to them exasperates spirits and sharpens divisions. It is not surprising that the enemy is angered at being discovered just when he believes he has reached the citadel. He seeks to conquer undisturbed. What is undisturbing, however, is that there is no one to sound the alarm. The reaction of the embedded government to those who denounce its plan is broken and incoherent, but understandable, just when the complicity of the opinion makers has succeeded in making the transition to the Novus Ordo Seclorum almost painless and unnoticed, all sorts of deceptions, scandals, and crimes are coming to light. Until a few months ago, it was easy to smear as conspiracy theorists those who denounced these terrible plans, which we now see being carried out down to the smallest detail. No one up until last February would have ever thought that, in all of our cities, citizens would be detained simply for wanting to walk down the street, to breathe, to want to keep their business open, to want to go to church on Sunday. Yet now it is happening all over the world, even in picture-perfect Italy, that many Americans consider to be a small enchanted country, with its ancient monuments, its churches, its charming cities, its characteristic villages. And while the politicians are barricaded inside their palaces, promulgating decrees like Persian satraps, businesses are failing, shops are closing, and people are prevented from living, traveling, working, and praying. The disastrous psychological consequences of this operation are already being seen, beginning with the self-ending of desperate entrepreneurs and of our children, separated from friends and classmates, told to follow their classes while sitting at home alone in front of a computer. End quote. He is describing here a situation where man is kept in isolation, treated by those entrusted with the rule of law and of protecting society, with using the power that comes with that trust to engage in something truly nefarious. If you've been following the stories of voting mishaps lately, then you have an idea of what this is looking like in real time. But Vigano goes deeper, beyond policy, beyond politics, into the spiritual undercurrents. In a controversial statement that has angered many, many people online, he said that Francis's job in this crisis is to oppose this movement, but instead has betrayed his duty and joined their efforts. He then says the president has taken that role instead. Some have said that what he says is blasphemous. Personally, I think it's a bit too far, given that there are members of the hierarchy who are doing the right thing by standing up against the movement to reset civilization in the image of the Novus Ordo Seclorum and the Children of Darkness, as Vigano has called them. Vigano then makes his plea for the importance of today's events. Again, this is being viewed on Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. That is Vigano's message, that this is something bigger than the battle between two parties, but something with sharper spiritual dimensions, and that human freedom and dignity is at stake. Again, sounds apocalyptic, but let's go over this. The freedom to go to Mass. The freedom to have family over for Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays. The freedom to express dissent in public without fear of repercussions. The freedom to spread the gospel without fear of reprisal. 
Those are what is at stake today, as well as the soul of a country that made a Faustian pact in the 1960s, culminating in a court case that made sacrifices to Moloch legal as long as it was, as it was considered medicine. That case may well be up soon, and the soul of a country is at stake. And I know there are some who will say, well, the incumbent is the reason we have everything shut down right now. But go back and understand how the federal government works and notice that the how severe those are is dependent entirely on what kind of state that you might live in in the United States today. Some may say that my country is too far gone if it has come to this. Perhaps they are right. The incumbent is certainly no messiah, no model Christian, and should not be treated as such. At the same time, there is a darkness swirling, a sort of demonic frenzy or spasming, as the demonic knows that their time draws short. We are headed towards the triumph of the Immaculate Heart. Remember the Fatima message and the messages of Sister Lucia brought to light after 1917, and remember the Pacamama debauchery in the Vatican Gardens a year ago, and even the iconography that they've released recently, and you'll see that things begin to make more sense. So pray for a resolution to things today that are in keeping with the will of God, and pray for a peaceful aftermath. Times are getting much more interesting by the day, and I hope you're ready. Thanks to the patrons and channel members for their support. It is truly appreciated, especially in times such as ours. Thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.